Knock, knock, open up the door. It's real. <laughs> it's nonstop. Pop, pop, the stainless steel. <laughs> we're, we're quoting some DMX now. I love that song so much. <laughs> you know, when it was originally out, I was like, eh. And then it was in the Deadpool soundtrack, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> no, now it fucks. This song it, fucks it, now. It goes so hard. Like, it's on my basketball playlist. Like, whenever I'm playing 2K, I'm always like, yes. I need to lock in. I need my intense fucking like music. There's nothing better than X gonna give it to you. It feels so good. <laughs> also, I must say, hearing Joe recite DMX lyrics, it, it's very like <laughs> it's the whitest thing ever. It's it's causing me a little cognitive dissonance. Like <laughs> my brain doesn't know how to process what it's experiencing right now because. First of all, he should be yelling that in a gravel because that that's how DMX do. That's the proper cadence. Yeah, and Joe is not a yell in a gravel boy. I think he could be. I'd be interested to hear that. Okay, Joe? after this, I'm going no, to need you to record not the entirety. <laughs> Just right, right now? now. Right now, back away, do, do distant Kevin, get five feet away from that bike, <laughs> and then just start fucking shouting. No, 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 bust some DMX. Come on, man. I want this. I want this so hard I in my life. I threw my voice out before what our most recent podcast, <laughs> and I was in agony for it. So I'm not going to do that. I yelled car or coral. Coral. Okay, if you really want me to do DMX. Ahem. Off, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grr. Ah. Uh, don't get it twisted. This rap shit is mine. Motherfucker. It's not a fucking game. It's not a fucking game! <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to episode 41 of WTF Anime, which, much like my sex life, takes about 100 episodes of build-up to a usually disappointing climax. I am your host, Joe, and joining me as usual is Travis. Okay, that was my favorite intro ever. <laughs> it was a solid intro. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> it's a good bit. Better than the vampire ones? I think so, yeah. Yep, this is my new favorite, but hi guys, what's up? <laughs> cool. <laughs> Um, and chuckling away in the background is the Lord of Ship posting himself, Riley Hopkins. Welcome to the show. Hello, everybody. Hello is... No. Nope, nope. And... Nope. <laughs> All right, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> and that was Riley Hopkins. He won't be joining us for the rest of the episode. <laughs> hello jokes are my favorite. I love saying hello. I can't stop. I honestly say it in my day-to-day -day life, me and my fiancé greet each other with hello. How was your day? <laughs> like, it's just good. Oh, no. Ooh. <laughs> I was on a pug podcast with you, and I say hello. <laughs> that wasn't my podcast where I can go, no! <laughs> Not this thing. You can go, oh, no! <laughs> 
I could. I will choose not to. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, so with this and about 20 minutes of preamble out of the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Riley, what did we watch today? We watched um, a beautiful show that is the third in the, the third chronologically, the fourth technically of a series. We watched Dragon Ball Super, which comes after Dragon Ball Z, which comes after Dragon Ball, the current run of this anime. We watched the dubbed version, which is superior because subs are for clowns. And God, y'all, it was beautiful. It was it was really good. We picked up what what fu- I can't even remember what the episode number was. I didn't have that in my notes. Thirty four. Episode thirty four, Dragon Ball Super, Piccolo being the dopest in the world. <laughs> And I, of course, because I am that scrub, oops, I watched the sub version. Oh, you goofus. <laughs> you goofus. I sent you oh, the really? link to the, the dub. He didn't yeah, instruct well. me to, but I, I actually watched the dub version. Yes, dab on him. Yes. <laughs> I prefer the dub for Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball related things because I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z, the dub, obviously, like, because that's, I was a youth, you know, like. And it's just always been enjoyable. I love those voices so much. Like, Piccolo sounds cool. Like, I don't think anybody can take that from Piccolo. Even if even if you, Travis, did not enjoy this as much as you, uh, as much as I did. Can't take away that Piccolo is cool as shit. He is, but, okay, Matt Hoadley has infected me with a problem. Anytime anything Dragon Ball related comes up, I just want to watch Team Four Star do their thing. That's fair. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Like, DBZ Abridge is very good, especially, like, now. Like, the way they've turned around from being problematic to be, like, chill and cool. Like, I am for mm-hmm. that. I watched all of DBZA Abridged. But, like, man, super's good. I just want Goku to be a shitty dad that's real, real dumb all the time. Good news. That's Dragon Ball still. That's still actual. That isn't even subtext. That's text, my boy. <laughs> There's an episode of Super in which like Gohan needs somebody to watch his kid while he's like going to go give a presentation and like doesn't go to Goku. He goes to Piccolo who like learns all the things Pan needs, like is like taking like teaching them. He goes to Piccolo's le- he goes to Gohan's lectures cuz he's a good supportive dad even though Goku doesn't cuz he doesn't give a shit. Like Piccolo's the best. Piccolo's the coolest and that's why I picked this mm-hmm. episode because it's like a Piccolo highlight. Fair enough. Apart from this episode, I have not watched Dragon Ball Z since I discovered the coolest character in the world when I watched, like, Battle of the Gods, like, the movie, and Beerus is the coolest character in the fucking world. Beerus is Because he gives zero shit, just wants to eat, sleep, and destroy worlds, and that is, like, hashtag life goals. That's because he's, a he's like, a, a shaved Egyptian cat. I mean, if we're gonna talk uh, character design, yeah. Beerus is just... just a hairless cat. Yeah, and then there's Winnie the Pooh that was on the other team that you saw in like the previously on. Like oh, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, I actually have that in my notes. Winnie the Pooh on roids. That, mm-hmm. That's literally a character that they did. Yeah, well, because what Toriyama does is Toriyama like Toriyama names his things like uh, vegetable Vegeta. Um, we're going to um, this character's name is Trunks, and his sister's name will be Bra. Like he just fucking like he doesn't give a shit. He just names things like the things he sees around the room, and then like will mm-hmm. base things off of other shit. Like that's what I like about him so much is that like he just creates what like visually are kind of like knockoffs a little bit, but then he'll give them like a semblance of like energy and uh, unique. Like they're unique in the fact that they aren't unique, and I love that so much. Speaking of things that are unique without being without being unique, 
Um, this is like a universe versus universe fight where we have Goku versus not Freezer. Yes. Yeah. So let me explain. <laughs> <laughs> please, please take us down this rabbit hole. I believe there are 13 universes and they are all like mirror images. They are all like the ones that are next to each other are mirrors of each other. So like seven and six are mirrors of each other. Eight and nine are mirrors of each other. And so seven and six in this one, they all have the same shit going on. There are Saiyans in universe uh, in universe seven or universe six. There are Namekians. There are uh, Frieza's race, but they're all a bit different. Universe seven doesn't have an Earth, and so this whole tournament is because Champa wants to have his own Earth because his brother Beerus has all the cool toys and all the good food because it's on Earth, and he doesn't have that, and that makes him so goddamn mad, which is hilarious. That's why they're having this whole tournament. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's just an ego off. Yeah. I didn't know any of that, but with their interactions, you definitely pick up. It's just like, oh, I want to be better than you because <laughs> Earth, I guess. What a heal that Chomper is. He's real good. He's a real good. And like the idea that Frost is like the best dude ever. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and like Frieza's such a shit stick. Like that like comparison is great. And then, obviously, by the end of the episode, turns out that Frost is still, like, a shit stick. But, like, I just, I, lo I loved the, uh, ah, uh, yes, the same, the same words I give to my orphanage refugees. Always believe in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so funny it's so good so i guess in the previous episode goku got his ass kicked and we're now just dealing with the fallout from that of everyone like being oh my god so shock yeah and krillin wearing the best shirt ever <laughs> krillin was always my favorite character and then someone on twitter pointed out that he is literally a cop and i got really disappointed in krillin because i forgot <laughs> That Krillin is a c in the text. He gets the job as a police officer. And I'm like, God damn it, Krillin. You sell out. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I didn't see his shirt. What was his shirt? It's just a red shirt that says tacos on it. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> is there a question mark in there also? I hope. I hope. Oh my God. <laughs> If, if it is just tacos with a question mark, I want that shirt. <laughs> Coming soon to the WTF anime merch booth, the shirt that just says tacos, question mark. It's not even going to have our brand on it. Fuck it. As we go deeper into the episode, fuck, I forgot. The, the theme goes. I've never heard the Dragon Ball Super theme before, and it's so good. It's very, it's very poppy punky, and it's not bad. I can jam to that. It's like, it's right to the left of Sonic the Hedgehog music, and, like, that's a sweet <laughs> spot that is good. I forgot that in the intro, like, I must have been out of Dragon Ball, because fucking Android and Krillin have a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Android 18 and Krillin have been an item throughout the Boo Saga, and now here, and yeah. I know they've been an item, but they have a child. <laughs> yeah, a good youth, a good baby. Yeah, I'm lost right now. <laughs> Well, okay, it all started in episode 275 <laughs> of Dragon Ball Z. Um. <laughs> oh, God. So, okay, so, Travis, you said before we started that this was a filler episode, basically. Those were pretty much your words, correct? That nothing happened. Actually, my, my words are Dragon Ball in general is just a giant bag of filler where minimal action happens most of the time and we're just chewing up minutes. So, 
I appreciate what you think. What I think is interesting about this episode in particular <clears throat> is because it tells a lot of story really contained in a way that like you can enjoy this episode front to back without having to know much because you have things established out the gate. You know, Frost is really hard. You know that Piccolo isn't as strong as Goku, and he knows that, and he knows that there's not much of a way he's going to be able to win. And so just charging up his super attack and then having to dodge throughout the entire fight that's captivating as hell because it's saying like he's resourceful it's saying that he knows there's no other way he can win and he's like there's still a way to put him over without like putting frost under if that makes sense you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it puts him higher up on the card without like making the other guy look bad it just shows how cool piccolo is and then like you know a lot about you understand champa from this like you get that he's the heel you understand beerus like you understand that goku's a shit eater and that vegeta and jaco are both like more aware about the situation about what's going on but like they both have their own kind of like uh like you understand their characters from this whole episode and i fucking love that shit well i mean goku is well established as just a, a jackass yes <laughs> we we didn't need to go to the the third iteration episode 34 this is this is writ. It is already writ that, that Goku is a jackass. <laughs> Goku's an idiot. That is very true. <laughs> but, no, um, I think from the Dragon Ball I have watched, which it has been a long time, and I only watched the original. Um, Piccolo was cool back then, so, like, I get why you're highlighting the episode, but the thing is, like, Dragon Ball's just not my cup. I get what you're saying. I agree that it did highlight, it was cool where, because Dragon Ball, usually it's, you know, it's all about, oh, who's the more powerful, and this time, they they approached the the problem without going to raw physical strength. Mm -hmm. They showed that Piccolo is going to think around a problem rather than, you know, Goku is a hammer that just punches problems until they're solved. Mm-hmm. So I get that. It, I think that the problem is I've got the taint of Dragon Ball and watching episodes when I was young where almost nothing literally happened and it's just left such a bad taste in my mouth that I'm just I'm mm-hmm. just not on board for the brand. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Like it ain't for anybody, everybody. Like I like tournament. Ar- I like the world tournament arcs because it is um it is just like these battles after battles on how are we going to get over this hump? Like, what does this next step look like? I think that's really compelling. But yeah, I feel, I understand you. I, I know we're hopping around, but it's like, basically there's like this big central conflict of like Piccolo dealing with Frost. Because I have to, I am contractually obligated to say that this was the most JoJo-ass fight I've ever seen in Dragon Ball. I've never seen an episode of JoJo, so I need you to explain to me a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Every fight in JoJo's is problem solving. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like they play like this whole, oh, my such and such is stronger than your such and such. But it's always about like characters, like resourcefulness and their own skills going up against, you know, just the problem of fighting this opponent rather than I punch so good that you are dead and I can go through several thousand forms of punching. Yes, I am the best punch man is not uh jojo's brand at all yeah and like that's why i like have liked uh from what i've been reading and knowing about uh super and like this specific tournament arc because like when in the opening credits when you saw that winnie the pooh guy that winnie the pooh guy he just doesn't take damage he cannot be hurt by punches or key blasts and so goku is kind of up against a wall there because no matter how hard you do a hit it ain't gonna do anything and so like 
what he had to do is figure out how to use his like weight and like that guy's defensive abilities against him by just like going for the ring out. So it is like problem solving in that way. And that's something that I think from what I'm understanding of super, cause I, again, I don't watch the show, but I read the spoilers online cause I ain't got time to watch TV no more. <laughs> but like I follow up with like the plot synopsis and stuff. And like, I love it. Like, it's it is a lot of problem solving in that way and i love that shit but yeah like watching piccolo charge a special beam cannon and like run and like dodge key blasts and use like his own like hand to like as a thruster to push himself out of the way while charging i was just like marking out the entire time yeah yeah specifically for jojo like him getting shot in the leg and being like yes getting shot in the leg was part of my entire plan is the most jojo thing in the world <laughs> it, it, you know i've only ever watched what five maybe six because i watched a couple of episodes i shouldn't have yeah i got the episode numbers wrong and watched them and i'm like all right i'm here to talk about eating the most fantastic super meal and joe's like that was that was not the show that we were supposed <laughs> that's to talk like about. that's that's a great episode where all they do is eat italian food and it's the most dramatic shit yes i love i love filler <laughs> episodes so much <laughs> I love them. There's like I almost prefer them to real ass episodes because like it's just cute interactions with my favorite characters and they move like their characters and I learn more about them. Like I love filler so much. Some filler I definitely agree with you. Like the best kind of ones are like the froppy episode in My Hero Academia, but like filler arcs are always cancer to me. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. Piccolo and Goku applying for their driver's les- license is like yes. that good shit. There's one in Super where like they play baseball and Yamcha is the hero because Yamcha knows how to play baseball. <laughs> like, and like Yo. somehow somehow he still ends up like in a crater, like recreating the scene <laughs> from when he died in the first like Dragon Ball Z season. It's like so good. <laughs> All right, so there's there's a couple of things I want to go back and talk about, though, um, because we missed a really important point. When they were showing the fight with Piccolo and uh, – and, and, or not Piccolo, uh, I'm sorry, Goku and uh, Frost, there's a moment when Goku's, like, jumping on this guy and then all of a sudden gets real dizzy. We should probably highlight that because it's pretty central to the, <laughs> the turn, the big turn in this episode, if you want. Mm. Want to call yes. it that. Yeah. Uh, the uh like the uh, the dizziness that happens, the kind of like all of a sudden I oh fuck I'm paralyzed. Yeah, <laughs> like he 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 blocks a, a punch like just nonchalant from uh, Frost and then all of a sudden he's like, "Uh, okay, I'm done." I guess I got punched too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like so after that Piccolo comes in, charges special bean cannon, like and like has to do that own fight and he gets him with his stretchy arm, like which is dope. <clears throat> he like uses his big stretchy arm to wrap Frost up and hold his ass in place and like then begins to charge again after like dodging around and Frost lifts up his right arm. And you don't see it, but, like, Vegeta and Jocko both go, like, now hold the fucking phone here. Wait a second. <laughs> Something is amiss that both of my fighters have all of a sudden just quit. Mm-hmm. Just unable to move further. Yep, yep, yep. And, like, that's something I like about both Vegeta and Jocko in that, is that they're both watching, but they, like, also don't like each other because Vegeta's, like, kind of a tough personality to be around. And so, like, they won't, like, collaborate their plans with each other. They're just, like, both watching to see, like, when is this shit going to pop off? When is this bad thing going to happen? I I do love the little line of, like, uh, referees have more power than gods in this ring. Do you really mean that? Nope. 
<laughs> but it'll piss him off. No, that would be absurd. <laughs> yeah, it's such it's such good like sibling bullshit like between the gods. I <sighs> there's so many good character beats in this shit that I really really enjoy, and like I now want to watch other episodes of Super to like learn more. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I know that there's uh, I know what happens in the future episodes because I've been reading the synopsis as the sub has been happening. And, like, it only gets doper. And, like, this tournament arc ends. It goes into the Goku Black arc. And then it goes into another tournament arc that is just off the goddamn wall. <laughs> tournament arcs are the best, though. <laughs> They're really good. I'd watch them in anything. I, like, tournaments are just cool. I gotta watch Gundam. I gotta watch G Gundam sometime. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's a Gundam that's just a tournament arc. Oh, so yes, yeah, so again, I don't depart the kimono here, but I don't watch a lot of anime, but I read about a lot of it because I don't like I don't like anime tropes like uh oh I get really mad when somebody tells me this or like when they get all chibi and yell or like like it's why I have trouble mm-hmm. watching Full Metal Alchemist. It's like I know this is good, but I just want the story. I don't want like the portray. The I don't want it being yeah the trappings of it because I like anime stories a lot, <laughs> but like um yeah G Gundam was a uh, Gundam that came out in the 90s. It is problematic as shit, um, and it was just a shonen anime. So it's like every country in the world... Is it country or states? Yeah, every country is fighting uh, with their own mech, like with their own Gundam in this big tournament. And so like all the Gundams are also like themed after countries, which, as you oh, can imagine, no. in the 90s is not great. The American one is a football player that turns into a boxer. and the um, I've seen the Mexican one. Yep, the, the, yep, that one's bad. The the fucking Welsh one is a windmill. <laughs> it's rough. It's fucking rough. But like, I think they confused Wales with the Netherlands. Yes, <laughs> it's it's really good. Like, it's just really goofy because it's also like the Shining Gundam, which is like the Gundam that I think about, where it's the burning finger. <laughs> it's fucking goofy, and I love it. And man. Like, that kind of shit's good. That's why I like Kingdom Hearts so much, is because it's anime story in non-anime trappings. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. I like existential existential nonsense and, like, way too high stakes kind of stuff. Yeah, because can we, can we go back and we can talk about um, the music that is used in this episode that is the most dramatic thing ever? So many moments, like, even when they're recapping, like, Goku lost, oh, man, the violins that are playing? <laughs> it sounds like Dude was straight up literally murdered, and he's just sitting there like, oh, that was a good match. I'm Goku. <laughs> Yay! They want to set it up like, is he dead? And, like, my favorite, we talked about this in a bit in the pre-show, but, like, I loved, like, when Vegeta comes down and is challenging Frost, like, the most metal-ass shit is playing. Mm-hmm. And, like, What's good about that is, like, in the next episode, like, like in this whole tournament, you can't kill people. But in the next episode, like, Vegeta's like, hey, I want to change that rule. Can we change that rule? Can we just all kill it? Like, I want to kill him. I want to be able to be killed. Let's up the ante a little bit. And, like, they go, okay. Like, because he's Vegeta. And so, like, that music combined with that knowledge that Vegeta's going to fuck this <laughs> dude up is, like, the coolest <laughs> shit in the world. <laughs> I, I'm a saying, Prince. Uh, how about some murder? Yeah, murder. Yeah, there murder. ain't enough murder in this house right now. Vegeta says. 
But like he's a saying, it, it plays. I mean, th- them's the rules. I want to be murdered. I want my child and my wife to watch. It's going to be great. Yep, yep, yep. This is just how we do on Sundays uh, back in my world, you know, saying things. In this uh, tournament, they were going to, uh, like, the, you got to have six competitors, and one of the competitors for the tournament was going to be uh, Majin Buu, like, because Buu is good now. Um, and they were going to have, he was going to join, but you had to take a test to, like, see if you uh, could follow the rules. And uh, he failed the test, so they got Piccolo instead. I I like that Piccolo is is second round draft. Like, sorry, our uh, our A team couldn't make the cut. So, hey, buddy, would you like a spot on the team? He has so many good lines. It's like it's almost like Power Rangers level of shit, where he's just like, it may not look like it, but in my world, I pass for resourceful. Or like, do I have any chance of winning? <laughs> like, he's just like he accepts the stakes. He accepts where he is, and then it's like. I'm still gonna do it. I'm just gonna do yeah. it better than you think. Like, <laughs> actually, there, there's another line that goes to that too. Like, they were like, "Should I just, you know, give up?" And he's like, "No, burn through his energy because Vegeta's up next, and we want him tired." He's like, "Okay, so that's my role." Yep, Piccolo is a great sixth man to have in your Dragon Ball basketball <laughs> team, and I love him. <laughs> I think you just need him there for moral support because there's a lot of family issues in this uh, <laughs> with the main cast of our characters. Like, everyone needs a dad. Exactly. <laughs> Piccolo is the best father figure in anime, and I will stand by that. Prove me wrong, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fight me, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, that's that's it. I, I love Dragon Ball a lot. I like these characters. I like that Whis and Vados are just Jesse and James from Pokemon. Those are the two <laughs> individuals that are like the uh, yep. courtesans of the gods. <laughs> okay, because I, I didn't get a lot from them other than the character design on them reminds me a little bit of the female Cenobite. I don't know why the female Cenobite from Hellraiser. <laughs> I think it's the weird uh, uh, loop around the head. Mm-hmm. But fair enough. Yep, yep, yep. They're great. And actually, with those two characters, I love how they have, like, obviously because they're very similar, because they're, like, the same role, but they play it very differently. Whereas, um, uh, Vado seems way more manipulative, but is still just doing things for her master, as opposed to, like, Beerus is one. He's like his dad! Yes, ah. Whis is his dad. He's like, no, no, temper, temper. Where, yes. yeah, where Vados is just like, I fucked did what you fucking said. Like, what do you want from me? Like, she's the fucking genie. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't really give me specifics on this, so I did literally the bare minimum. <laughs> yep. It's good shit. It's just good shit. Okay, one thing that I gotta say that I do like about this episode. <gasps> No, no. I'm on now that I have Beatles. contacts. Uh, context. Yeah. Contact. <laughs> now that I can wow. see clearly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Now, now that I can see clearly. Now that the rain is gone. <laughs> oh, oh, man, you did it. You did the thing. But no, uh, what I really like, now that I have a little context, because I had never met either one of the Egyptian cat people, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. their motives are so purely still just a cat, because cats will be assholes to each other. Like, yep. hey, you got that thing? I want that thing. I'm gonna attack you. Yep. So, yep. it's still just cats. Those are those characters. They might have dialogue, but them's is cats. Yep. They, they're de- And what's great, like, so Travis, they're destroyer gods. They just destroy mm-hmm. worlds and shit. And, like, no one stops them, because they are literally gods that just do that to, like, eh, it keeps balance, why not? And, like, everyone accepts that. But Beerus... 
likes food a lot, and so he leaves Earth alone because people make him food. And, like, it's so fucking funny. He still destroys Earth in the movie, but he just blows up a rock and was just like, yep, well, destroyed Earth now. Where is all of that sushi? You know what's weird about that, though, is, like, the, the, the big thing is he loves food, but his, is it brother? Is that technically? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I okay. believe so. Yeah, his brother is actually the, the one that's drawn, like, heavy and chunky, and he's not getting that good, good earth food. Nah, mm-hmm. that's why he wants it. He's hungry. He wants that earth food. And so he wants, he, so the stakes of this tournament is he wants to move Earth from Universe 6 to Universe 7. He just wants to take <laughs> That's it. so good. Like, no, That's what so if we good. took it and put it over here? Not, can we have another one? Can I get my own? Just, I want that one. I want the one you have. Give it to me. <laughs> hey, hey, brother, bet, bet me. What's the stakes? <laughs> one Earth. <laughs> and and Beerus wasn't like, oh god. He was like, yeah, of course. Any chance to make you look dumb? Like, I don't even know what Beerus's stakes are in this. Just right. That's you what look I, I was about to say. He literally is not playing for anything other than I don't want to give up the thing that I just bet. Yeah, which is like the biggest sucker's bet. It's so funny. It's so fucking good. I love it. Yeah, and like you don't. Yeah, we have we in the while watching this, we didn't meet that a robot which fights real cool. Like, we didn't meet Hit, who is the coolest motherfucker on the planet, just stop time. Like, that's his whole thing. We didn't meet that little Saiyan. They did a JoJo. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the whole Tournament of Power arc is very good. I think you would like all of it. It's literally just a JoJo's tournament, apparently, is what you're slowly describing to Joe. Why, Why is there no JoJo tournament arc? No man, that's bad. Like I wish there was. Like the final arc of this is thirteen of these universes all fighting like together in I think twelve. And like it's like that's it. Like it's just people limp like ring out, ring out, ring out. And like it's only a thirty minute tournament. But it you watch like <laughs> like obviously it goes on for like seventy goddamn episodes. <laughs> and like it's because things are happening all at once, so you're following these different... There's a YouTube video where it's the entire, uh, like, tournament of power happening, like, as it happens. <laughs> Which is rad. It's so good. <laughs> I have to go back to JoJo's tournament arc, because as soon as you said that, I was like, what would be the most bizarre thing that you could design a tournament around? And it would be like, everyone was fighting... For like a relic that is like Jesus's foreskin, which once you obtain it, you achieve apotheosis and become a god. Which happened in JoJo's. Oh, that's already happened. See, yeah, it's that bananas <laughs> already. Uh- <laughs> Look, the latest arc, they're fighting over fruit that saves people from turning into rocks. I love okay, this shit. I wasn't aware that people were eminently in danger of just turning into rocks. Is there yeah, context man. for that, or like, nope, now just people turn into rocks, Travis. <laughs> It's JoJo's, man. They ain't got to explain shit. <laughs> That's because JoJo's is all just a coke-fueled thing. Like, that guy just sits down in front of a typewriter. A typewriter. You know, because he lives in the 50s. <laughs> no, no, because this dude's that weird and eccentric. It's gonna be a typewriter. He needs to hear that ching every time he resets the rail. Yep, that's that's how you draw a manga. You use a typewriter. <laughs> oh yeah, because they he doesn't write down any idea on, on staging on this at all, right? He just goes, he just draws panels, and he's like, "I'm gonna fill in the." the actually, he might he might just draw random shit and then fill in the plot afterwards. How dare you? He looks up random Wikipedia articles and then forms a plot. <laughs> 
That's also true, but either way, it's definitely fueled by coke or some other upper or amphetamine, because this shit is nanners. So, so as much as I'd like to talk about JoJo's for another 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he could do it lo- longer than 30 minutes. I, I will talk solo for an hour about how part five is the best, because they're all super gay, and they're all in couples, and it's very cute. But Dragon Ball Super, this episode was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> we, I think we've exhausted the episode, which sucks. I picked a filler. I picked that middle episode, and I really wanted to watch. And it, yeah, yeah. we, we did it. Like, there's nothing more to say about it, right? Uh, this, this is the Dragon Ball problem: is that there might be a lot of storytelling, but action beats. Dragon Ball falls for a show that's shonen falls real short on action beats a lot of the time. It's kind of weird in that that way. It's like the the action the action is like it takes up more of the screen time, but in a way that like like it like it, it informs the story, but it is it goes on for mm-hmm. that whole bit. Like we watched there was out of that twenty two minute episode, there's probably five minutes of conversation and seventeen minutes of fighting. Which is like that's cool and fun to watch, but like it leaves when you're talking about it, like that's it. Like you you're done. Like we <laughs> No, no, no. I, I get it, man. That's the thing that I, I guess Super got right, is good shonen shows aren't about, like, here is the coolest animation we can do for a fight. It's about how you use a fight as a vehicle to hit character beats. Mm-hmm. I guess, in a way, and I'm not a wrestling guy, but <clears throat> good shonen's probably like good wrestling, where you're telling a story through combat, but the combat, while it's happening, isn't necessarily always the biggest thing it's really about the story that's going on told through the combat did i get a wrestling right did, did i did i do a wrestling but yeah like the, yeah, uh, yeah. the the idea is like yeah it is to tell stories within combat okay well then yeah i did a wrestling right because that is not my world i'm proud <laughs> not of you. even a little travis getting wrestling right is there anything else we want to talk about this episode <laughs> I don't know. I don't think there's anything else. <laughs> I, I, I think we, I think we've we've scraped the pot clean. <laughs> we've licked the bowl. Kind, we kind of, sort of. It. It's it's one of those slice of life kind of problems where yeah, there's a story going on, but at the same time, it's it's just so subtly told that there's not a lot to discuss about it. It's just this is the thing that happened. Do I get to say what I've suggested for you guys to watch next? <laughs> yeah, Travis has this dumb thing that he does. Oh, oh, Joe, you fucking love it, especially if I, uh, I'm, i like, sick as hell. You're like, oh, Tom Wade's Scrabble, yay! <laughs> I mean, I hate it when you pull the mic closer to your face because, like, all the rattling, like, goes on when I have to edit <laughs> it out, but, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I do it for you. Anyways, <sighs> next time on WTF Anime. I want you fools to watch Code Lyoko. I don't know if Code Lyoko means anything to either of you. But when I was a kid on Toonami, there was this show. I'd come home and I'd watch it. It's made by a French animation company in the style of anime, but it's also CG. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're going to need an, an episode number with that as as well. That's a good question. One second. Schultz. <laughs> Oko. Um, let's go. Let's just type in best episodes. Cause yeah, so <laughs> the idea is it's these kids from high school that um. No, no, don't don't tell us. Don't tell us. I want no context. Okay, fuck yeah. All right. Um, look up echoes. Wait, no, that's the finale. I don't want to just start you with the fucking finale. Oh, why not though? You know what? <laughs> no one's ever done it before. <laughs> this is a Riley Hopkins original. It's happening right now. 
All right. We're starting on the finale. Holyoko <laughs> Echoes. 95, the 30th and final episode of season four and the 95th episode of the series finale of Code Lyoko. Okay. It aired November 10th, 2007. Joe, we're going to be so goddamn lost. <laughs> I'm this is so going to be the excited. best, and I love it. Oh, God. I can thank you just because I still feel as lost as we might be. This is not going to be a Jake Mason uh, recommendation. It's it's a nightmare. I hate it so much. I'm still angry about it right now. It's such a good thing that it will never be on an upcoming show and have a recommendation for us. <laughs> I did just post in our Google chat a picture of the um like the cast of uh, Code Lyoko. All right, I'll I'll take a take a second and look uh, look that up. But uh, being that we've now got a recommendation, I guess it's on to business. Joe, you want to hit us off? Sure. So. If you would like to follow the show on Twitter, we are at WTF Anime Show, and you can contact us via email using WTF Anime Show at gmail.com. Uh, I can always and forever be found on Twitter at the Joe Hatfield. Travis. All right, guys. Uh, if you want to hit me up, and I don't run the WTF handle on Twitter, so hit me up with them at the same time if you want me in the conversation. Get to me at Dicelover. D-I-C-E-L-O-B-B-E-R. Riley, thank you so much for coming on the show. Would you like to tell people where they can find you? Do a sort of advertising bit, if you will. <laughs> thank you so much for having me, my friends. I've really enjoyed being here. Um, if you want to find me on the internet, you can find me at Rev Rye Bread on Twitter. That's Rev like Reverend, Rye Bread like Rye bread um you could follow me at alien happy hour where i do podcasts and youtube sketches and stuff and on some mondays i play legend of Korra with alan cells on some thursdays we have alien happy hour wrestling federation um you can also find me at lost library cast with these other two nerds where we're playing monster of the week that's fun that's hip i'm trying to think of what else i got um yeah patreon.com slash alien happy hour um you can also find me moderating your local discords be it got it memorized hey jake and josh one shot awful squad junior or the queerly discord jake game jam i am all over the place i'm going to be running my own personal game my own personal kingdom hearts powered by the apocalypse game over at got it memorized on their patreon so if you support them a little bit then you'll get to hear us go through kingdom hearts it's already gonna be fucking rad um i think that's it i think i'm good i think i got it all um i'm gonna be on this show called wtf anime talking about dragon ball (laughs) (laughs) oh buddy (laughs) oh buddy (laughs) oh boy yeah uh go listen to uh, Lost Library Grayscale, it's very good. Listen to it. I'm so excited good. about the episode that's going to come out. It's going to be good. Nothing bad happens and everything goes well. <laughs> that's a lie. And I, I have no idea what happens in it at all. That's I true. D- Neither one of us. I can tell you that there's definitely an almost death. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. There's almost, actually, no, there's almost two. Is there almost like three? <laughs> we fly by the seat of our pants here. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. Fuck it. Just just go. <laughs> Make it happen. Hunt the monsters. One of us had a successful run. Or two of us had a successful run. Then Riley happened. Um, a plot unto myself. You know what? We're busy talking about another podcast enough that I think that we're probably done then, huh? <laughs> I'll stop my recording. 
Bye. Bye. <laughs>